What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Black Health Academy podcast. I'm Lisa A. Smith, founder of the Black Health Academy, joined by my super dope co-host, Miss Gitbit with Jay. We are back extending the life of the culture one episode at a time. Jay, I just got one thing to say to you. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Man, and if you don't understand, if it's cool, we can do a little something, something. <laughs> Honey, do sugar chocolate dumpling. May not have said that right. <laughs> Baby. Listen. Talk about it. Talk. How was your Maxwell experience, honey? My Maxwell experience was phenomenal. <laughs> not phenomenal. Phenomenal. Phenomenal is when it's kind of like just a little bit over like right. excellent. Right. No, phenomenal Ooh. is the absolute. And you know when it got phenomenal? When? When he got down and flexed them 40, 50 year old knees mm-hmm. and started doing a Caribbean. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I said, Maxwell, it really got phenomenal when he came out with that hair out. I thought he was going to have a braid. You did? I've never seen him with braids. His last video, his oh, most I recent video. I have seen it. Yeah, listen, y'all. We he was smiling and dancing the whole time. I'm talking about it ain't nothing like living in obedience. That junk keep you so healthy. Man. What he say it was 48, 49? 48, about to be 49. Praise God. Mm-hmm. Not looking a day over 28. Mm-mm. Listen, Mm-mm. y'all, we just went to the Joe, Anthony Hamilton, and Maxwell concert. What was it, eight of us? Yep, eight of us. We had a great time. These are some phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal artists, mm-hmm. performers. Performers, yeah. That's, that's the key. That is the key because... You know, there's some singers I love, but if you're not a performer, I'll just continue to listen to you on whatever platform. You know what I, mean? I don't need to buy a ticket to the show. No, no, no. You yeah. know, remember when I learned that hard lesson, but man, Joe's. It ain't no reason. It, crazy. Everybody, and everybody was in shape. Everybody looked amazing, Jay. I'm talking about skin glowing. Teeth glowing. Everything. A- hair still growing. That's it. Well, Joe don't have no I know, but I mean, I'm his, just... His scalp was shiny. His ball was intentional. Yeah, it was. You know I, what I'm saying? It didn't look like it was forced from a life of not doing no, what you no, wanted no, no, to no, do no. in he life. He wants his hair like that. He felt like that's the best look for him. That was, so a, that's a stress-free ball. ball. That yeah. ain't a stress ball. <laughs> no, not at all. You you feel me? Uh, no, I understand. I agree. Then Anthony Hamilton. Oh, my God. Anthony. Yeah, he was definitely showing out. I love a grown man two-step. That man. boy had a mean two-step. He did. He did. He he's definitely a performer, and then he was doing his little jig up there too. Yep. Then Maxwell came out, shut the whole house down. Everybody stood up. Even the intermission was dope, man. If y'all <laughs> listen, because I I remember when I first started going to concerts, you know, as long as I was in the building, it was cool. But now, you know, being grown, like I need good seats. So we let me tell you, we on the main floor. It was wonderful, and that experience. Um, is is so different than just you know being higher up because it was a party on the you know between intermission between yep. artists just partying and it was so fun. Yes, it was it was really nice and I think part of that experience was because the show was brought in and put on um, 
by a black promotion company. Yeah. I think they were called Black Promoters Collective or something like that. Yeah. They shouted them out a couple times. And I know they, I think they were responsible for that experience. So just making the whole thing an experience and mm. not just relying on the entertainment itself yeah. was, was smart. Yeah, because in between, I mean, people dancing. I think we did the wave once. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I couldn't sit my tail down. You couldn't sit your tail down. I mean, all eight of us, we had a phenomenal, phenomenal time, man. Um, it was it was a it was a great couples concert date and um it I'm so glad we got to go and experience that. So if any if if they're coming to your city, the Maxwell Joe Anthony Hamilton concert, please do yourself a whole favor and get your tickets and buy some good seats and make it a night to remember because it was really, really a great experience. Yes, Our favorite thing, experiences. It's, man, indulging in experiences <laughs> has been our thing for how long? How many I'm years? I'm talking about years. Oh my God, there's nothing like it. Nothing like it. Yeah, like live what? Art shows, live concerts, live just venues, poetry. Yep. I mean, anything Remember we did a um, scavenger hunt for your birthday. Yep. We did yoga for your birthday. We have had parties, dinner parties, just so many things. That's like, so crazy. We have. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, boat rides. And then we didn't even going to talk about the experiences that we go on when we go out of town. Yeah. Like, we just are some experienced junkies. Yeah. Like, junkies. Love it, love it. I think that's when we were just uh, all discussing where our next big friend trip was going to be. We like... Me and you like, no Aruba, because it ain't nothing to do. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, I like the beach. I think, you know, I love the beach for a minute. You know what I mean? Right. But I need to see some other, you know, I like, I love to see other cultures, like how they're living, how, you know, how when we went to Denver and we saw how pro-black they were, we went to their restaurants, we went on their streets, we saw the art on their walls, yes. and we went... You know, it was just, it was a good experience because we were really literally was. like in their city, not just with tourists, but we were experiencing, you know, we, me, I, when Tiff and I went to the um, museum mm -hmm. and that lady just was explaining to us, she didn't know if we lived there or not, but she was explaining to us how one artist, she stopped accepting his work because he didn't represent all the cultures. He, she was like, just like you two black women are coming into this museum. How would it look if all I have is, you know, representing the white culture? Yeah, was, you did tell me that. Yeah, and it was just so, it was such a good, I, I just couldn't believe, cause it, would, it would never have crossed my mind that a woman that looked like her, she looked like she did not have any experience at all with, you know, the black culture. And for you to have... Demanded a, inclusion. She demanded inclusion. Like, yep. no, I'm going to have artists that represent you know, different nationalities and different, you know, colors and, mm -hmm. and, and that's what she did. And, and me and Tiff had a good time in that museum and we, you know, we had a good conversation with her and everything. So that was nice. And that's how most of Denver was just like, um, what do we love? Portland. Oh yeah. I yeah. love Portland. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's our, that's our favorite type of vacations. Like, yeah, we do, we can do the vacation-y stuff. But what I, what I say last week when we were at the party, uh, I don't want no manufacturing or previous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot you said that previous, previously frozen fun. Yeah. 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 That's like resort fun stuff. They like yeah, manufacture. Package yeah. yeah. Not I'm not paying for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not paying for that nonsense. So yeah, my stuff got to be true to the culture, 
Like, what do the natives do for fun? Where do they eat at? I want to see the history of the city. I want to ride the trolley. Right. You know? I remember in Jamaica when that... Um when we were on a resort and she she you know she came to our table whatever and she was like we don't we don't eat this food like basically this is for y'all this is for y'all we don't eat this you know processed or whatever it is previously frozen or whatever you know resorts come on now you oh, yeah. know it's the cheapest of the cheapest but yeah. i think for a lot of people vacation to them which is perfectly fine it's just getting away from their home where to us, it's just as much as about what happens when we get there. Yeah. So for a lot of people, just being on a resort is enough, mm-hmm. whatever, which is perfectly fine, but not for me. You know, I, I don't got so bougie. Y'all teach me. My sunset's got to be hidden. Like, <laughs> I ain't even going to tolerate a basic sunset where I go somewhere. I could have saw this sunset at the house. And you could not have. I got oh, we in the middle of the so crazy is you can't prove it. I First of all, we don't even have mountains here. Prove it right there. Yeah, that sunset in Denver. No, was that Arizona? Or Denver Then we went to the Red Rock Amphitheater? That was Denver. That was Denver. Yeah, that was a real basic. Based on some sunsets that we done been to, that was not hitting. <laughs> it wasn't hitting for me. If you say so. If you say so, I'm like, Lord. That was almost just the opposite of when Tiff, remember we saw some deer or something, and she was like we've never seen them like this before, and you, me, me and you got real upset. Like, just don't be saying that in front of them. We done seen so much stuff, like, but we never seen deer in the mountains. I'm like, but that's not how it sounded to them. It yeah. sounded like we haven't been in the mountains or yeah. traveling no and stuff exposure. like that. Like, no, we have exposure. You ain't gonna play us. And now you acting like we didn't have too much exposure. Right. It's the only mountain sun. <laughs> it's the best you can do. Right, sunrise you got. Look, oh, give my couple dollars back. <laughs> On my couple dollars. On my couple dollars. <laughs> couple. Of. Listen, welcome to the podcast, yo. If you stood stuck around through all of that, well, welcome to the podcast officially. Um, if you haven't already, listen, you got to get in the community with our academics. Listen, www.theblackhealthacademy.com. Come get this help. The Black Health Academy is dedicated to the eradication of the most common chronic diseases which disproportionately impact communities of color. We're talking about everything we're talking about today, obesity, weight loss, diabetes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, kidney failure, fatty liver disease, autoimmune disease right heart disease right so we know you know fibroids our community is disproportionately impacted by these conditions and um, our mission is to position you so that you cannot just get some relief from these conditions but we want to put them in remission we want to reverse them we want to alleviate them um, mostly through a whole food plant-based lifestyle and several other holistic practices that we teach here at the academy so if you want to get um Introduce to our community and what we do here. The best place to start will be our first Saturday class. You can register for that at no charge at right there on the website, theblackhealthacademy.com. We do that class every first Saturday of the month. It's called Get Planted, an introduction to a whole food plant-based lifestyle. So that would be a great place to get started. Um, last month, Jay, we did a class on chronic stress mm-hmm. that was an eye-opener for a lot of people, really not understanding the impact the impact of chronic stress that's truly is a silent killer like stress yeah you remember when i learned about it it was something you told me to watch i think uh, uh, some like a documentary it was a documentary or something and mm. i watched it and i was yeah it was something about 
I wish I could remember the name. It was on Netflix. It wasn't Hill, was it? It was Hill. Yeah. It was Hill. Yep. Yep. Oh, it was over after that. I was like, because I always kind of minimized it myself mm. because every time I felt like doctors didn't have an answer, they said it was stress. Oh, we don't know why you've mm. been breaking out stress. We mm. don't know why you've been having headaches, stress. We don't mm. know why, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But so I always thought like stress, come on now, you, you just blame it. And it never happened to me personally, but I, you know, I've heard of all these cases where people mm -hmm. will go to the doctor, the doctor didn't have an answer and they will say it was stress. So I always felt like it was just a throwaway. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No doubt. Yeah. So I always kind of minimized it. But once I uh, saw that documentary, I was like, no, stress is absolutely 100% real and it really does kill and it, it really does put you in hospital bed and it will check you out of here like seriously seriously Jay seriously and so many of us are stressed so many of us have been stressed like our stress has been maximized and multiplied in the last just couple years alone mm -hmm. and the thing that I really tried to bring home during this last master class is the main thing that everybody's doing wrong when it comes to stress they're trying to manage it. Instead of getting rid of it. Yes. And with, so when you're, when you don't know the real problem, you solve it wrong. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, because that's the language we use. I got to manage stress better. Like you're not, just like, just like with disease. People think they're supposed to manage disease. Yeah. You're not supposed to manage lifestyle diseases. You're not supposed to manage stress. You're, the mission is to get rid of it. But we're, so what people do when they try and manage stress, let me, Practice my breathing. Let me start meditating more. That's not solving the real problem. Right. Those things are great so that you don't hyperventilate in the moment. Bad so, days, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's so, so it can bring you back to the present so you can maybe get through this tough conversation. with. But that ain't solving the real problem. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's what the main thing I try to teach through, through that master class is I'm not here today to give you tools to manage stress. Mm -hmm. You got those already. They ain't working. You still stressed. Mm -hmm. You've been breathing your butt off. You may have been counting backwards from 10. You know what I mean? You've been right. taking time out. You've been having self-care days. You've been taking vacation. I get coming it. Coming right back. Coming right back to this pile yeah. of debt. Coming right back to this unhappy marriage. Coming mm -hmm. right back to this job you hate. We need an exit strategy. Mm -hmm. You know? For sure. Yeah. And so that's the part where I needed people to realize, like, you've been taught, because I did it too, to go about this the wrong way. Let me just manage my diabetes and keep it at a range where I ain't got to get on. You know what I mean? Like, no, you're not supposed to have it at all. So I want to just replace that word manage with alleviate, reverse when we're dealing with certain things. And so if you guys are interested in the replay of that chronic stress masterclass, definitely get into the academy, theblackhealthacademy.com and just click on our sci-fi tab. Um, sci-fi stands for psychological fitness and you could definitely watch that replay about chronic stress because I refuse. Yeah. I, ref I absolutely refuse. Stress is extremely real. And, you know, it's, it, and, and it presents itself. That's the thing about mm. listening to your body mm. is that when you start getting in tune with your health, your body will show you so many signs, some subtle, but some very blatant. True. 
You know what I mean? And you will know that breathing just ain't going to be enough and vacations is not going to be enough. Like your body will tell you that. Your body definitely speaks to you. You know, one of the biggest signs that most people is walking around with? Headaches? No. Weight. Yeah. Weight. Literally. That's what we're going to be talking about and just shortly here. But our stress hormones, cortisol, some of our, most of our, a lot of our, um, Cortisol receptors are in our midsection. Mm -hmm. So one physical sign of chronic stress is carrying a lot of weight around your midsection. Mm -hmm. You know, and so a lot of us don't know that the weight comes from stress. Mm -hmm. You know, because you tend to abandon the things that keep weight off when you're stressed. Because you, you're not sleeping. You usually turn into foods that's going to give you temporary comfort because you're right. trying to manage the stress in that moment. So it's weight. It, like you said, it definitely presents itself, but people just don't connect the dots. Like, my weight is a result of this dysfunctional relationship I have with my child. They don't right. connect that dot. They just say it's a result of the sugar, but the, the, the chips and the cookies yeah, were your answer. Stressed. The last thing, you know, typically people want to do is healthy things. I of don't want to go to the gym. I don't want to eat healthy foods. I don't want to, you know what I mean? Like, no, I'm going to put up all the things that will help eradicate or at least if it's chronic stress get me to a place where I'm having like a healthier mindset and mm -hmm. healthier lifestyle like all those things are things that you have to do consistently mm. it's not something that you can just do for a day or you like you said do some meditation like usually things that alleviate stress are sometimes stressful, if that makes sense. Like, for me, I don't deal with too much stress, but I deal with depression. Mm -hmm. And usually the things that will make, to bring me out of it is work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, um, I'm going to um, not drink for a certain amount of time. I'm not going to vacation because I want to get my finances more in order. Or I'm not going to be at this job. I'm going to um, look for a job day in and day out. That's work. Okay. My kids may not be doing as well in school. I'm going to have to stop doing certain things and just be on them day in, day out, day in, day Like whatever it is that's bothering you or stressing you, mm -hmm. to alleviate that stress, you, it, 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 it is work. And Everything so, you just named was the exit strategy. That, that's what I'm saying. Executing. I personally know this. Yeah. I personally know to get up to alleviate stress, you have to put the work in. You yes. have to do the things that you don't want to do. You have to get up early and do that exercising. Okay. You have to cook mm -hmm. that food that will give you the raw materials for your brain to function and work properly. Like you have to, yeah. you know what I mean? But those, those are the hard things to do. And, and so I completely, uh, you know, I can empathize with people, but it, it's definitely something that you have to know that there is no um, simple or shortcut, you know, strategy, shortcut to alleviate stress or now if it's acute stress. Yeah, that's but, what I was about to say. If it's chronic, it, it, that automatically rules out it being easy. Yeah, so because it wouldn't have been around this long if the, the answer was simple. If the answer was simple, and that's most things. You know what I Facts. mean. So I'm glad Facts. we're going to talk about weight today because if it was really that easy, your weight would have 
been off. Like it would have been gone and it would, it would, you know, come back. Go, okay, yeah, just drink a smoothie yeah. that you've seen on Instagram a day and add that little infusion. And now, you know what I'm saying? You're going to be 15 pounds lighter. If it was really that simple, first of all, everybody would be making that infusion because they're going to have the clients to show the results. And secondly, it will barely be any clients left because everybody would do it. Yeah. So, I mean, facts. I don't know. But you ready for Wait What? Yes, let's get into Wait What before we hop back over to weight loss. So, Wait What is our segment where we identify something we saw, heard, or experienced in the last week that made us go, wait, what? what? Okay, go for it. So, I have two Wait What's. My first Wait What is not really much but it was just like it was just like culture shock basically so um my guy he had surgery on his foot right Uh uh-huh and so i had to get his pain medications Uh so he had a pain medication called um norco that's a that's a pain medication right Uh uh-huh okay so i'm calling like cvs because that's where his pharmacy is so i was like you know i have norco do you have it they're like no so I'm calling those CVS. No, I don't have no. I call like four CVSs. So I was like, okay, somebody has to have this pain medication. So I was like, okay, he was in Beaumont. So I'm going to call Beaumont Pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Now, y'all gave this medication. So y'all have to have this medication, right? Mm-hmm. So I called the pharmacy and I was like, you know, hi, I'm trying to get this prescription filled. She's like, what is that? Tell her what it is. She's like, um, do you work here? I said, no. She was like, well, we only feel um, prescriptions for employees. So you, mama mode came on. Now, I'm only going to be nice for so long. I'm like, now, somebody, this prescription needs to be filled. He needs his medication. He's been discharged. I need it filled. She's like, okay, well, is, is the prescription on both my letterhead? I said, yes. She's like, okay, well, you can get it uh, filled here, but only if it's on both my letterhead. I'm like, okay. She was like, but for future um, reference. If you get medication, don't call the pharmacy. She was like, because pharmacies will tell you no, even if they have medication. And I'm on Why? the phone. <laughs> what? She's like, yeah, because pharmacies don't want you scoping out their pharmacy. What does that mean? Lisa, when I say, wait, what? I was like, what type of, what is this? Are we gangbanging now? Like, what, what, what does she mean by scoping out? Pro- like, oh, is that like an opioid that's in high demand on the street? I get, I was so confused. Like, basically, like, if you haven't been coming to this pharmacy and you just come and drop your prescription off, don't be calling our pharmacy trying to get your medication from us. I, I don't know. That's what I took it from. Like, she was like, because this medication is in stock. I'm like, okay, whatever. You sound about, I don't know who's crazy. Are they lying? Are you, because you was telling me the same thing. So anyway... Take the medication uh-huh. to the pharmacy. She's like, it's going to take about 45 minutes. I'm waiting in the car. She calls me back. She's like, um, yeah, this was a visiting doctor who signed this prescription. We can't fill it. What? Why did I have to take this medication to a pharmacy, like almost like next door? It was in the Beaumont building, but it was had a different, it wasn't affiliated like that and pay out of pocket. I was like, this culture of pharmaceutical medication drug, it was 
crazy. Oh, and I failed to mention, before I went to Beaumont Pharmacy, I did stop at a CVS, mm. her, go in and just say, fill it. She was like, no, we don't have it. So I'm like, okay, maybe the Beaumont lady don't know what she's talking about. Went ahead. So all of this running around, it took me like hours to get this, this medication today. And I was like, imagine this being just like your like life or something like that where you now it was it was insane i was like thank god i'm not on or need to fill prescriptions and i know somebody's probably thinking like well jay if it was your prescription you wouldn't have all this trouble because it would just get refilled and stuff like that if it was kind of like for a chronic illness but just the fact that somebody feel like they have the power to just shoo you away and no we're not going to do it and no go over there no we don't have it i was like what is this? Like your job, your job is to give medicine. What do you mean you don't have it? How do you get it? You know. So right. And of course, the place that you pay out of pocket has it. But y'all, it was just too much. I was like, I don't know what type of wow. mess this is, but I know this is a mess. Yeah. And if it wasn't for him needing it, I probably would have took it way further. Like, no, CBS, y'all need wherever you get it from. You need to get it and have a shit. But I'm like, I can't play with. You know, his pain. But it, it was definitely shocking that they were really doing this. I wow. didn't even know that this existed. Me either. That's crazy. Yeah. So that was my way what. Wow. Yeah. What was your other one? So my second way what. My second way what is. Come on now. Listen. Let me get in my feels. Let me get in my feelings. You're irritating. <laughs> so my nephew cute oh my god so he had he okay so he has been focused since he was like for a baby he's been talking about you know just black excellence basically before black excellence was even a thing so he went from he was going to be a doctor and he just admitted like he basically just wanted it for the stat the status and the stature and he want now he um he's in his second year right now at Michigan State and he, you know, he's a, I think he's called an RA. Like he's just doing things. They started a company up there. So now he's going to be a financial analyst. Mm-hmm. So he's been pl- applying for all of these different um, internships, right? Mm-hmm. And so he went for a really, really big internship that, but let me give you, let me give you how difficult it is to get this internship. Only 2% out of those who apply get the internship guess how many apply how many Ninety thousand. Ninety thousand people applied for this intern internship but let me tell y'all where this internship is morgan stanley come on baby morgan stanley in boston Mm. he applied and he applied to another internship. They accepted him. The other internship did. But he was like, I really want Morgan Stanley. I really want Morgan Stanley. And so, you know, he went interview. He did, I think he did like maybe two, maybe three interviews. You know, he had to go through the process. And, you know, Taj was like, man, when she looked at the, 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 the you know, the odds of you getting into there out of 90,000 people, they only picked 1,000 to um, intern. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He got the call today. They was like, we don't even want, you don't even have to go to the last interview. They were all blown away. And they, uh, he's been accepted at Morgan Stanley in Boston starting in June. Oh my God. 
a paid internship on top of that. Oh, my God. And they give him money to, like, get set up there and everything. Oh, my God. Yes. Ain't that amazing? I can't. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> I'm so proud of him, I too. can't wait to. Ooh, this is going to be the best going away party. Another experience, right? <laughs> Coming right up. Yes. Oh, and they're going to go and set him up and stuff in Boston. Oh, I'm sure they are. But, oh. yeah. Like, I'm just, you know, it's it just, as you always say, obedience. Like, you know, Q has never strayed from his hard work ethics and just his mindset of doing the right thing. Like he's the most honest person you can meet. And mm. he, and just to see his all his hard work pay off mm. is just amazing. I mean it hasn't even he hasn't even reached I mean he's still right. no but just he's scratching the surface of what's about to happen. But Morgan Stanley two percent out of not like a hundred or two hundred. Damn there a hundred thousand people. Oh. Yep, and he got selected. Oh, I can't wait to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah that's what's up wow so okay so okay he's gonna be managing our wealth so we got an inside plug <laughs> yeah we got the plug on these millions we gather yeah and it's so funny because um when he first was talking about being a doctor he went around the family like okay what i'm buying you what i'm buying you what i'm buying you right and um everybody was naming what they want i'm like i want a garden I'm like, but not any garden. I want it to be fully, like, enclosed. I want the lights. I want this, this, and that. I was like, it ain't going to be cheap. I want, like, a state-of-the-art garden. So, yeah. You getting I'll that garden? Yeah, I'm getting that garden. All right. I need to put my order in. Yeah. I don't know if he did, went out to extended family yet, but yeah, I don't no. quite remember getting No, put your order in. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm putting my order in. He tripping. Yeah, big tripping. Okay, cool. Oh. Beautiful, beautiful way what polar opposite of mine. Um, so wipe that smile off your face. Be prepared okay. to be irritated. But it ain't nothing new. It's not. It's just made me want to talk about weight loss today. So I uh, read a post on social media. Nothing new at all. But it said, if you could chew four yummy gummies per day and lose up to 10 to 30 pounds, specifically targeting your tummy and shrinking your waistline, would you try it? I need... You know, five testers, just drop it in the comments. And people, me, I'll, I'll try it. I'll be a guinea pig. I'm down for it. Put Eat four gummies a day, Jay, to lose 10 to 30 pounds. And people in a, going ham. Of course. Not surprising at all. Not surprising at all. And so I like researched what the gummies were that they were promoting. I, I sure, kind of sugar, Xanax, oh, gum, hundred um, percent pectin, probably. So the the company that's selling the gummies is It Works. I didn't know they were still out here. Did you know that? I haven't heard it in years. Oh, you never heard? Oh, in years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't even know that this MLM company was still out here, and. I'm looking at the gummies and, like you said, pectin, natural flavors, coarse sugar, uh, all this stuff, coconut oil. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I, I'm so upset that people is literally like, pick me, pick me. Yeah. It's and, always like that. If it's a waist trainer, if it's gummies, if it's... Um, Flat tummy teas, if it's... It's just like, my way, what it's like, we still on this, y'all. Yeah. Like, we still on this. And so, I just want to talk about, like, can we give the people 
a realistic snapshot into what weight loss looks like for real and what it should be. Because me and you both done had a weight loss. Yeah. Right? So we're not speaking from theory. We're not speaking from being former athletes. You know, I lost 65 pounds. You did 20-something? It was like 20-something. I, I actually lost too much weight. Do you remember that? Me too. <laughs> yeah. Shoot. That was like, whoa, buddy. It was like 20-something. Yeah. Yeah, but we both did it like food, exercise, lifestyle. Yeah. Have kept it off for years. Tiffany yeah. did too. Tiffany lost 80 some pounds. Oh, yeah, she sure did. You know what I'm saying? So we like we coming from the culture where y'all were, like overweight and or obese. So like don't get it twisted, yeah. first of all. But we've kept it off for years, which yeah. is the goal. Right. Right. Like we ain't going back. Yeah. It's non-negotiable at this point. No. And so I wanna know, I got my theory, but why is weight loss still eluding our, our culture? And why are we raising hands, our hands, and sitting in the front row to put poison gummies in our body to lose weight? Like I, I mean, come on. Just just yesterday, um, someone I work with was eating gummies, um, you know, for health, and like a vitamin. Yeah, one of those like, like yeah. Or, okay. And then I was like, um, you know, asking about it. You know, I told you. <laughs> I love that they don't really know what I'm about. Right, so like I can you're just, trolling a little bit. Yeah, I was yeah. trolling. I was trolling. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, does that help you? I'm like, you feel any different when you eat those? She's like, yeah. She was like, because I don't, I don't really eat vegetables and stuff like that. So this is like a supplement. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, let me see the, let me see the, let me see the bottle. Let me. You're so petty. She tried to open the bottle and give me one. I'm like, no, oh, no, 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 no. Let me see the entire bottle. <laughs> Get my kicks for the day. Let me read. I love reading. One thing I love doing is reading labels. I just love it's it. It's the best thing in the world. Oh my God. Have you ever been like standing in a line and just reading labels of stuff that's for like. For the shock and appall of yeah. it? Jay. I'm like, why am I like It gives me the biggest high. It does. Yes. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I don't know this, but I really be. <laughs> but anyway, but it was just pectin and sugar and. Um, some fruit concentrate, and I'm just like, oh wow. And you think this is your? You think this is replacing a plate of vegetables? Yeah, but I think it's eluding us. For one, like you said, stress because we have so many other things on our plate. Our life, most of us, is not easy. You know, we we out here trying to do so much, and I think you know now that we are more quote unquote woke about certain things. Don't look at me like that. You looking like BS, BS, BS. <laughs> same same BS. argument you made last time. Exact same argument. But I think more people are focusing like on businesses and, you know, companies and uh, education and stuff like that. And I just think that. So we still doing that? The, the I'm too busy excuse? That we still doing? We still on that? It hasn't been taught to be valued. We're now, all I, taught. I agree. You know, we're all a product of our environment. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. I agree with that part. So if nobody is teaching you certain but things, how are you going to know? The academics at, here at the Black Health Academy, they know better. That I'm always talking to the audience who know better. I don't hold the ones who ain't been taught at fault as much. They don't know yet. They really think that they could get a surgery or they could just, you know, get a waist trainer or whatever. But the people who apply for Farm Table, our students, the people who come to our first Saturday classes, Jay... They like, I know I need to, I know this is valuable. It ain't a value system question. It's not um, that this should be just as much as prioritized as their money and their education. It's not that issue. It's 
this gummy, this surgery, this um, low calorie, no bread diet, they just they still are hanging on to a slither of hope that there's a quicker, easier way to do this. But they do that. They know they need to get the weight off. Mm-hmm. I can see if they weren't doing nothing like I. That's a no value to me. Why are they still trying if it's, it hasn't enough value haven't been placed on it? They are trying. It's just they still are falling for that there must be a shortcut. I don't think wanting to lose weight and valuing losing weight is the same thing. Okay, so you're talking, okay, I, maybe what you meant says, I don't think wanting to lose weight and valuing health is the same thing. No. I'm I, no, I mean wanting to lose weight and valuing losing weight. If you valued it, you would try harder. When someone really val, you know how somebody be like, "I love my kids." Mm-hmm. Yeah, you may you may love your kids. I I really want to take care of my. You may want to take care of yours, but if that's a value, if that's part of your value system, you're going to do that. You know what I'm saying? You're going to do just exactly like it will become a source of a, what makes it, it a value system then. Because you start to prioritize it. When you value something, you treat it different. You might like some, like there's some shoes I like, but then there's some shoes I value. You don't value no shoes. <laughs> All right, wrong choice. Wrong example. But I, I get what you're saying. But what I'm saying is what turns it into a value system is that they've recognized that it's part of health and not just aesthetics. The only way to value weight loss is to recognize you could die young. No. Some people value weight loss because they might be a fitness guru. Like, you know, I want to look good all the time. That's aesthetics. That's aesthetics. I'm talking about the next. But in that instance, if you only want to look good all the time, if you only want your body to look a certain way, you can value it and you don't have to value health. But what I'm saying is the methods that you are or aren't willing to use to get there are tied to how you value it because if you only want to if you only value losing weight because you want to look good all the time you're more than likely to fall for these other methods like I just want to lose weight I do value losing weight and I want to lose weight but why do I value it because of aesthetic reasons right but, but, but when you begin to value it because of life expectancy your methods will instantly change your your options for your methods yeah I agree with you but I'm saying the 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 value that they're placing on it is is not it's not being worked correctly. It's not the right value. It's still an empty value system if it's only for how you look. It's empty. It's hollow. I mean, I agree, but at the same time, if you're only putting aesthetics on it, or if you're some people refuse to gain weight or gotta lose weight because they homeboy or they homegirl lost weight okay. and they begin to just work out hard because I value not being the, the fat one in the group like it, it you know what I'm saying it's different reasons why people value when, that's what I'm saying and I'm saying when it's not until you attach the value of health to it that all these other options go away I, I, I do agree that there's different reasons why people value to it, but when you become to value it because of true health, then the 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 vehicle you use to get there changes. Agreed. So are you telling me So how do we get people to value it for true health and not just because not solely for aesthetics? There's nothing wrong with aesthetics. Move them out of Detroit. That's number one. <laughs> Facts. Your, your environment. Move <laughs> them out of uh, uh, the culture. Sometimes. Yes. Yeah. No. No doubt because about it. It's hard to to look around 
and everybody looks like you and feel like, dang, I'm out of place. How you going to feel out of place and you not? Like, you you fit right in. You saying so, everybody is overweight? Yeah. And so it, it becomes so, harder to... So it's, it, it becomes harder because you're not outnumbered. You know what I mean? Like, you're not... Um, but you want happy. For some people, they get to a point where that unhappiness... I don't care if you, the 10th person in a room full of nine overweight people... Yo, what you say in the mirror starts to like plague you so bad that you're still willing to do the work, but you're so desperate at this point, you're willing to take four gummies a day. But and that's why we have so many different um, substances that take people away from their natural minds, you know, mindset and feelings, and you know all these psychoactive drugs, you know, yeah. that change your reality, alters your reality. You know, we got alcohol, we got weed. We got pills. We got, you know, anti-anxiety, anti-depression. We got so many things that rescue a person from what they're naturally feeling. So if I am, you know, having self-esteem issues, all, you know, all I have to do is put on something that I look good in and have a drink. And, and, and then I got past this day. I think there's a lot of like distraction methods and a lot of like, like you and I methods. used to do yeah. so on a blazer. We look, I mean, we look damn good when we stepped out and then forgot about it for the night while we having a ball. And then the next time we had to get dressed like, damn, I need something else to hide my stomach and stuff like that. But for that time being, and then you just keep doing those things. Like when you adjust and adapt to your dysfunction, basically. That's so true. Coping. So, so then let's talk about what's required. Cause we, like I said, me and you both had, significant weight loss and we I didn't even know that like I don't think we're an anomaly but we are in that smaller pool of people who actually got it off kept it off ain't look back and ain't even a concern of ours no more no right yeah because like you said the value system it was health you know what I mean it became it definitely started for aesthetics well for me yeah and, and mental health for me yeah and then it your your value your your why definitely changes and evolves over time my thing is this concept of acceptance and I want to hear like what you think people need to accept in order to finally do this thing because majority of our students I would say probably 99.9% .9 when they come in the farm to table one of their goals is definitely weight loss mm -hmm. in addition to whatever else right and constantly having to drive home this point of acceptance like look when you want to when you want this health goal there are things that you have to accept that are now required of you Mm -hmm. for life mm -hmm. not a season right and there's also things you have to accept that are no longer available to you and I think that's where the ball is being dropped yeah if we're making the things that are that are supposed to be permanent seasonal because we we don't yeah, accept detox it to retox and all this nonsense know, fasting just to get right back into whatever yeah. indulging thing that we were into before instead of it being like a gateway to you know a lifestyle change but you know i think accepting that it you're always going to be a work in progress people are always looking for the end date you know, I got to do this for 30 days, 90 days, a year until like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you, you really have to create habits that you can live with. I'm going to eat a salad every day and then drink, you know, a smoothie every single day. Can you do that for the, if you can't see. Plants every damn day. Morning, they ought to be. 
No, no, your diet is never going to be just salads every single day for. Oh no, no I ain't talking about only salads. I, I'm no, only that's partially what I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> because people really be on that uh, the beach diet. I'm gonna eat fruits for thirty days and that's it. I'm gonna eat. Ridiculous. I'm just gonna eat a salad every day, and then a salad don't be like them, them bomb salads. They be just struggle salads sometimes, <laughs> like. You know, not cucumber and tomato. Cucumber, iceberg, and tomato. Like, and they probably put a little cheddar cheese on there. Yeah, and I'm like, Lord, that's not babies. sustainable. You have to create sustainable yeah. things. Like, yeah. can you really do this? Can you see yourself doing this and not being miserable yeah. for the rest of your life? If yeah. you're like, hell no, then we got to think of a, a, a serious plan that you can sustain that, and then lose weight and maintain with this lifestyle choice that you made. Yeah, and, and the, the, the concept of acceptance is not black and white. The other part of it is you might accept some of the things that need to be done, but you ain't willing to go all the way. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't care what happened. I ain't never giving up my mixed drinks. I know they got sugar in them, but that's my favorite cocktail, right? Okay, ain't nobody mad at that. You like that? I'm going to keep that, Lisa. I'm going to keep this thing, right? I ain't, I'm going to give up most animal products, but I'm keeping eggs. Okay, mm-hmm. now what you need to accept is what's not going to be available to you as a result. Like, you're you, you going to keep that 40 pounds off you lost, but that, that last 10 ain't for you. And, that, man, you man, you know that, be, that upsets me because I'm like, you can't drink alcohol. That's the one thing I, you know. You know especially like mixed drinks. No, especially none because alcohol for most people makes you not exercise the next day. 100%. And it also makes you crave greasier, fattier food. Yep. And start craving sugar. Yeah, it, it, it's not sugar really alcohol. Even to, like now, like, you know, I just got out of the habit of when I drink alcohol when I go out to, to be able to eat like a salad or something. You know what I'm saying? I usually want something more um what's the word I'm looking for? Comfort and rich. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. like and so imagine the people who are who eat things like macaroni and cheese and eat things like, you know, you. I don't feel like you should be drinking at all. And so many people have told me no. And, and it wasn't like a lifelong thing, like stop drinking alcohol forever. But I've told people, stop, you know, you need to stop. You want to lose weight. You need to stop drinking alcohol for 30 days. Change like your dietary habits because you can't like manage your addictions to grease and oil and salt. Ooh, that's another thing we try and manage. Stress, disease, and addictions. You can't manage an addiction. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You, got, you, got, you have to abstain. A hundred percent. You have to I'm abstain. I'm so glad you said that. I'm, we so, I'm, but that's so good, Jay, because you're right. And back when we was personal trainers, we used to get frustrated with clients. We telling them this is what's required to get. If you want to see abs, this is what's required, right? I think I have PTSD from being a personal trainer. Bro. Because so many people told me what they not going to do. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're not going to do what? Oh, my God. No, 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 no. But here's the thing. I wish we had been wise enough at the time to let it roll off our back. Okay, no problem. Yeah. But we tried to be saviors instead of coaches. Mm-hmm. And when somebody tells you what their limit is, we should have been good enough adjusted. coaches to be, yeah. And then, like, oh, once you get here, adjust it some more. Yeah, back then it was like, no, no, no. Yeah. And but it was still audacity for you to say, no, you're going to come up in here and tell me that you want to lose weight, but I'm not going to stop eating. I remember somebody came up in a training session eating candy. I'm like, what's going on? What's the, what's the I had a stressful day. they like, I don't want to hear it. Like, 
Oh God. So we managing stress with candy. That's why you here. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> why? But yeah, just like what's acceptance. And then I did a talk the other day and I, and I think this is the other thing we need to consider too is the difference between desire, willingness, and capability. And I don't think people take that into consideration because we get frustrated with people all the time. I want to lose weight. I want to look like this. I want to drop this medication. That's just a desire. That's not speaking to their willingness to do the work to do it. You know what I'm saying? And I think we need to be wise, especially if you're an influencer or something like that. You have to be wise enough to understand when somebody's expressing to you what they want, they're only expressing to you an emotion or a feeling. They're not speaking to their willingness to do the work to get that result. Mm -hmm. And so that's what people need to check in with themselves. Actually, uh, you guys can listen to that podcast, too, um, where I'm breaking down the difference between desire, willingness and capability. I forgot the name of it, but um, let me look it up. But that's what makes me so mad. Like, I don't want to hear another word about how bad you want to lose. I know you want to lose weight. That's I, I, I got your desire, but your willingness to do what's required is what's in check. And then finally your capability to do it is a whole nother animal. And I think another thing, and I think you and I used to joke about it years ago of how disrespect for our bodies are like how hard you can work out for years and months. And if you stop, your body slowly begins to go back. Like you never did. Facts. The fact that you have to keep this up and maintain it is also an issue because some people will lose weight, but you disrespectful, but it's like your body like, okay, you did that, but keep doing it, keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it forever. That's the acceptance part. You got to accept that this is required of you from here on out. Yeah. When I accepted that day, I was in the gym this morning and I was doing this intense leg workout and it really dawned on me heavy. I'm like, Lise. You really woke up early, got out to bed yourself, put on gym clothes, and came to the gym, and got in your app, selected this workout that looked hard to you when you was looking at it, and you was already cringing when you was looking at it, like, oh, double lunges, then reverse lunges to the step up boy, oh my God, right? Mm -hmm. And you're down here doing it. It hurts while you're doing it. You're in. I was in the gym by myself, Jay, with a single soul in there. I'm like, I haven't done work. I haven't ate. The only thing I did before I went to the gym was my meditation and my prayer. I was like, you, you self-led this whole damn experience. Mm -hmm. I get why people don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I'm like, that takes, like, I, I wasn't mean a trainer or a coach. It, like nobody would never know if I didn't do, of course, right? And I'm like, you literally do this almost seven days a week on a regular basis and it hurts. Not, not like I just went and walked for 20 minutes and I ain't really got, like my hair was sweating, Jay. My quads was burning. My butt was burning. When I, when I did um, one exercise for the first time and realized that the weight I chose was I could have did heavier, I actually went heavier. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, Lisa, I, I got to figure this out. I said, what did it take for you to get to this place where you were willing or that you are willing to do this on your own, on a regular cadence, not because my birthday or something coming up, not because I just recently gained weight. I'm super happy where I'm at now. So there's no, you know, fake motivator 
to do this on a regular basis and to intentionally challenge yourself, like what does it take for a person to get to that point? And I just realized everybody, like some people do this for years and never enjoy it. I was enjoying the pain. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how does that work? I'm baffled at this point. (laughs) I think at some point something clicks in your brain. I'm no, I'm serious. I'm dead serious because we can sit here and give you all the steps. We can sit here and say, you know, eat plant based and work out a minimal of this amount of time. Yeah. And you're, you know, your your family is looking up to you. We can say all of these things. Yeah. But something has to hit your spirit where <laughs> something. I love has, when black people say hit your spirit. Go ahead. Something <laughs> hit your spirit heavy. Not, <laughs> not heavy. Heavy. Like I am worth whatever this takes. Jay. That's that's the one thing for me. I'm worth whatever this takes because I'm talking about value system on ten thousand. Yeah, because you gotta you just gotta know you worth it. You gotta know that the hard or work that it's worth or it. the payoff is worth it. Yeah. Whatever. Do you ever get shocked by the something you're doing that's just like so good and you and that people resist so much? Yeah, I remember like just the fact of getting up early. And making sure that I do something healthy in the morning before. I'm like, who are you to do this? <laughs> who are you to demand yeah. your time and positivity and pouring into yourself, whether it's working out, whether like whatever it is, daily. Like, daily. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, girl, you're from Seven Mile in Detroit. This was nothing like you've been... Shown, shown, taught, nothing. nothing. It, it ain't no none of your TV shows. Nothing. Everybody got surgeries and looking. So I, I think like that when I be like when I prioritize my plants every damn day. I'm like, you got a pile of work up in your office. You could be creating content. You could be doing this. You could be, but you literally take the time out every day to put these plants in your I body. Like they really flex. No, Jay, I really don't get sh- because it the, the, it's it's become the norm for us. And so this is why our students look at us like, you can't give me no advice, you two up here. But I be having these moments of clarity like, you right. <laughs> like, I'm done. <laughs> Do it. Finish. Finish me. Where you say put a fork in me? I'm done. <laughs> oh, was not expecting that. You ain't wrong when you're right. Wrong when you're right. I'm not saying it as a flex, but it really has become a part. It's an extension of me. Like I live this life. Like I like I am so looking forward to seeing the fruits of my work when I'm 80, 90. Like I I see it happening. Like I'm taking care of this vessel so tough. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, but I be in the middle of chopping like a avocado, like got to do why is you doing this like you ain't paying for like you just in this kitchen like you rinsing off that you know what i'm saying i've been in a grocery store like everything in your cart gotta be cooked man speaking of so taj and like she she people just been on me about getting into the self-check line right okay you know what i'm saying just oh you still be having people ring you up when you go to grocery store no i've been stopped that a long time ago but lately since you know they've been on me like no you need to get rung up you know you don't work there but most importantly they they do that so they can start you know taking away people's jobs and so i've been trying oh, okay okay i've okay. been trying to get rung up 
Everybody got their own thing, honey. Oh my God. I can't do it. Because what I do in these lines is obsess over other people's carts. Don't do it to yourself. Oh, I'm done. Put your mental health on the line. It it, it did. Mm -mm. I was like, it's been so long since I've just been all up in people's carts. Watching what they put on the conveyor belt before you. Yeah. Oh, no. Watching and just. Don't do it. Being judgy. And I'm like, no, I can't do this. Not four boxes of cereal. And a case of Pepsi. Not a case of Pepsi, like, hanging on the side of the cart. You know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. I was like, what is happening? And then I always go through this thing in my head. I wonder are they having a party or is this for their house? I always think this. Like, are they just buying these parties? Why would that make a difference? Home? Because, and I know for a party it's bad, but for your home, it's, it, it's worse. Oh, my God. You it's right. exceptionally worse. <laughs> you right. Because a party is a one-off. One but this is just for little little John this John. Is, this show every day. And for work, you know. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we are way off topic. Back to the weight loss. <laughs> That one going nowhere. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Back to the topic. Oh my goodness. But, Weight loss. Yeah, but I did have though that moment today where I was like, you know, we had those moments like, wow, we we just gotta people just gotta do it. Then I had a moment where I'm like, I kind of get it. Like it it is. It takes a you gotta be a hell of a self starter. You gotta be a hell of a finisher mm-hmm. and a sustainer. Yeah. That middle. Yeah. That dash in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to be. To maintain it and to keep going. And to start. To get used to something. Yeah. And then so you got to elevate that. Get the weights heavier, like you said. And Jack. stuff like that. Make Push yourself to sweat. Nobody telling you to do more reps. And that's what, guess what I did yesterday. Yesterday was upper, upper body. Mm-hmm. I got done with the upper body workout in about 25 minutes. I was so dope. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But, but. <laughs> I, I admitted to myself I had more juice and was like, let me see how quick I can run a mile. And got on the treadmill and ran a mile. <laughs> no, you don't. <dope. laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to lie. But I'm saying, most people like, the workout's done. I'm done. Mm-hmm. But I was honest enough to myself. I got a little more juice in the tank. Mm-hmm. And I'm about to go and run it, run it up. Yeah. But I'm saying, how, like, why we ain't doing that for the culture? Did you really just say? <laughs> oh gosh! Shush. <laughs> okay, first of all, you just said how exceptionally. I'm talking about amazing. <laughs> I'm talking about next level. Y'all can't do it like I does it. No, 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 why y'all ain't doing this? I mean, come on. I ain't trying to put out nobody else's candle to light now. What I'm saying is, Jay. Well, I'm trying to make I'm it. dominating. <laughs> Talk about killing the game. You hear me? What they say, you might be better than me, but you ain't going to outwork me. You ain't going to wow. outwork That's what you ain't going to do. She said all I to say. Why y'all, why y'all ain't getting it together? <laughs> we call this Light Flex. This podcast. Podcast life flex, but okay. <laughs> oh my god, I hope y'all got something out of this podcast other than you know, just dope individuals. If nothing else, a couple chuckles, hopefully, because I don't know what to tell you. But you know what? It's hard. I'm gonna lie. Like, I really am so impressed that I'm such a good person. Since we're flexing, <laughs> since we 
flexing. Since we done turned this podcast into flexing. Yeah, because we ain't got no advice for you. Turns out, it's hard to do all we talk about ourselves. We done helped you. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. we done did the best we could with you. We've been doing this podcast how many years? All right. Yeah, we, we, we ain't got nothing love for you. Go to the last podcast. <laughs> oh, okay, y'all. I'm, I'm a good person. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm like, you are a good person. I'm like, man, my heart is really always in the right place. <laughs> No, you are generous. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah, man. I'm like, wow. I'm, I'm really, I'm really you fair. On yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, yeah. You democratic, like yeah, you. I got yeah, integrity. You know, what I'm like saying? like a mug. Yeah, yeah some so. of it you just got like last year, but you own it. You not do that to you. Did I? You good? That's my bad. That's my. No, bad. you good. That was a low. Because I'm a good person, and <laughs> I understand. And you saw a, you know, a, a cheap shot you could take, and you took it. <laughs> I'm not as good as you is what I'm trying to No, no, you're Boom. not. No, you're not. You know what I'm but saying? It's whatever, I understand. That's the type of person I am. <laughs> right, not me, you. That's what you do. Don't give. Oh, anyway. We about to get on up out of here. We ain't got, n- I'm talking about nothing. If there was a podcast that wasn't going to help you, this would be it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> this was the one. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope you don't even, that makes it worse than Confused, like, so why are they saying nothing? Nothing, I don't know to tell you. It turns out our theory was wrong, yours was right. It's definitely as hard as you've been saying it is. And uh, good luck, good luck with that. Yeah, that's it. Oh my god, (laughs) Lord, we ain't no good, Jay. Listen, um, I feel like we should end with something I know, pointed, provocative. All right, so if you are on a journey of weight loss. You may not be as good as us. <laughs> but the least you can do is but try. try. <laughs> Until next time.